Clovis, building a healthy life together. What's up, everybody? It's Justin with another episode of In Case You Missed It. I'm pumped this is happening. I didn't know if I was going to get to do it in case you missed it episode this week because life has been so crazy. The Clovis Challenge has launched the first ever Clovis Challenge, which is a 21-day challenge with its own membership website, a daily email lesson, continuing education lessons built into all the emails, all sorts of fun, fancy stuff, three different eBooks to read, blah, 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 blah. Clovis Challenge is amazing. We're on day two right now. For anybody that joins the Clovis Challenge, you already know this. You got your email today, which was all about electrolytes. But anyway, my life has been crazy, crazy, crazy. And I had a bunch of appointments today and forgot that I have a gig tonight. So I have to go play piano and sing at George Jones in downtown Nashville tonight. But I was able to come home really quickly and I can bang out this In Case You Missed It. The In Case You Missed It newsletter did go out this morning, but I didn't know if I'd get time to do this audio recording. So let's dive in. This was your recap of AMA number 89, which is called Holistic Dentistry, my top five books, red meat, and MTHFR, okay? So we talked about a lot of things here. The first question was, I've changed my oral care products, but now I'm struggling to find a like-minded dentist. Help. This stemmed from the podcast I did at clovis.show slash aura, O-R-A, wellness, O-R-A, wellness. That was with Will Reback, the founder of Aura Wellness. We talked all about holistic dentistry. I actually had an appointment today for my bite and jaw alignment with a holistic and biological dentist here in Nashville. If anybody lives in Nashville and wants a recommendation, just let me know. You can listen to the Aura Wellness podcast. But yes, there is a way to find a holistic dentist or a holistic biological dentist, right? There is a website that is iabdm.org. Again, iabdm.org. That's the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. Super cool stuff. Check it out. That's how I found my dentist and he's amazing and is obsessed with anti-aging and biohacking. I'm getting a splint put in for my jaw alignment. Good things. The next question was, what five books have impacted you the most? What should we be reading? Now, I love this question, but I want to preface it by saying that it's not really the book. It's when the book finds you. So you could read the same book two years apart and have a very different experience depending on where you're at in your life. So it's all about what impacted me the most might not be the ones that have impacted you the most or that find you at the right time. For instance, I've given my most impactful book for me in my life was The 4-Hour Workweek. I've given this as a gift to probably over 20 people at this point, and none of them have done anything with it. They've made exactly zero changes to their life, have executed exactly zero. Clearly, it didn't hit them the same way that it hit me. But my most impactful book was The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Harris. It's the reason Clovis exists the way that it does. It was amazing, opened my mind. Go listen to the full AMA, and I really, really get deep into this. The, other, the second one is The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz about self-love and unconditional love, which Americans are very, very bad at. Then we have Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It by Gary Tobbs. I had to throw in a nutrition book here if I had to pick just one for you to understand the hormonal issues of obesity. That would be the one to check out. The other one is Awareness by Anthony DeMello. This is the punch in the face, smash your ego book. Be prepared for it. It can upset a lot of people if they're not ready for it. Awareness by Anthony DeMello. My number one book, favorite book ever. Most impactful for me was 4-Hour Workweek, but my favorite all around is actually a fiction book called The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. So look up The Alchemist, it's an amazing book. It's fiction, but the overall story is just fantastic of the universe having your back and really just diving in and trusting the universe. It's a fantastic message. It's almost like a self-help book 
but it's fiction. And uh, bonus content, right now I was asked about fiction books and I'm reading a book called Exhalation by Ted Chang and it is fantastic, it's a series of short stories, amazing. So the other question was, my homocysteine levels are pretty high, my PCP is running tests for MTHFR. She's already suggested cutting out red meat due to the methionine, red flag, what do I do? Okay, first things first, MTHFR, widely misunderstood. I hate, hate, hate that people get, a, they treat MTHFR like a diagnosis. They do 23andMe or something and someone tells them, you have an MTHFR polymorphism and all of a sudden like everything goes out the window. Like I'm MTHFR, I have to worry about um, methylfolate or I have to listen what type of B vitamins I take. Literally like MTHFR is usually just a deficiency in riboflavin. It's just a deficiency of B vitamins, okay? So your methyl system is actually not working the way that it should. It's usually pretty easy to fix. This is called epigenetics. We can change the things. We're not doomed to our genetics, right? Epigenetics are everything. Change the environment, change the epigenetics, okay? So MTHFR is not as big and scary as you think it is. If you have an MTHFR polymorphism, you're not gonna freaking drop dead. People get obsessed with MTHFR. Does this supplement have folate in it when they're like insulin resistant or type two diabetic or like have all sorts of other problems, right? It's just really, it's crazy. So anyway, I don't worry about MTHFR all that much the way that some people do. Now, the other thing with methionine is we need to get into the actual studies, meaning randomized control trials of methionine and red meat consumption or high protein consumption. A high protein diet means a high methionine diet and vice versa. But there's actual randomized control trials showing that even people with high protein diets after six months can have a 25% lower homocysteine level. Okay, so people think that methionine raises homocysteine automatically or they think red meat raises inflammation levels. Not true. On Clovis.show, Show, if you go to the podcast for AMA number 89, I cite three different randomized control trials showing that red meat, high methionine, does not impact homocysteine levels in a negative way and may even lower homocysteine levels over time. Overall inflammation markers, things like C-reactive protein, homocysteine, all this, they're not changed at all with a high red meat diet. So don't worry about this at all. All, okay. The next one was when I take my organ capsule supplements, how come everything seems to go right through me? These organ capsule supplements sometimes give people diarrhea. This happened for me at first, and I don't know the mechanism here. I must admit, I don't know the mechanism. Um, I'm thinking that nutrients are incredibly bioavailable in these organs. In organ meats, it's the most bio bioavailable. It's like nature's perfect multivitamin, right? Now, I've also found if you fast for multiple days or fast for even 24 hours and then eat a big meal, you'll also get diarrhea a lot of the time, right? So what I'm wondering is just the body might just struggle with a super heavy dose of micronutrients all at once. If you eat too much sodium, if you just drank a bunch of water with sodium, you'll probably get diarrhea, right? I think this overloading of micronutrients can have an effect, but I'm not entirely sure, so I don't really know how to answer that one. Then the other question was, my heart rate goes up after eating some of my meals. Could this indicate food sensitivity? Yes, the short answer is yes. It could indicate food sensitivity, but we need to remove variables. So what happens is people come to me and say, I feel weird after meal X. I think I might have an egg sensitivity. And I'm like, okay, like, what did you eat? They're like, I ate eggs and bacon, and it was cooked in butter, and I had sausage from a friend's house who's a hunter, and then I drank a bulletproof coffee after that, and then I used these digestive enzymes, and then I took my vitamin C supplement. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. We have no way of telling what the hell's going on in your, in, going on in your body until we remove other variables. So if you're eating eggs, bacon, with butter, and sausage, and an avocado, and a, and a bulletproof coffee, and you're having a high heart rate or something else that might mean a food sensitivity, we need to strip this away and you need to just use, whoa, my smoke detectors are going off.
literally no reason. The joys of live footage, everybody. Anyway, that was the last question. This was a recap of AMA number 89. Go check it out, Clovis.show. Really sorry about that annoying noise. We'll see if I can do something about it on the podcast. There's no fire in my house. Live video, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Justin. Have an amazing Tuesday. I'm going to go play some music. I love you guys. Bye.